when you're racing, right, Kunjal, you're so focused on like getting a better timing. You yourself are a runner, so you will relate to this and you will understand this. Is that you're so focused on like, ha, timing kya hai? Okay, am I maintaining the pace? You know, especially when you become very data oriented. Step into the world of Raceable Fitcast powered by Easier. Health now, education now, pay later. I'm your host Kunjal and today we are taking the next ride in our exploration. In this episode, we'll delve into the inspiring stories of our remarkable guest, Tim Tim Sharma. Her life is a testament to embracing breathtaking vistas and the relentless pursuit of self-discovery, crafting a life that's truly extraordinary. How did Ultra Marathon come into picture when it comes to Tim Tim's running. Uh, how were you introduced to Ultra Marathon? We would like to know that. So when I did my marathon, I was like, my God, this marathon is just like torture, right? Until today, I say that the marathon distance is torture. But marathon is a distance that, you know, mentally somewhere, I think for me, somewhere, I think I set a goal for myself saying that I want to do a marathon. And then I did the marathon that I wanted to do it faster. So because I started training for the marathon, I was like, hey, okay. like, you know, this is a distance that I can race. So somewhere mentally, it was stuck that marathon is a good distance. For some reason, I thought, and this is, you have to again, like, you have to go back like 10 years. Okay, because this is all happened like 10, 11 years back. So when this is happening, I'm like, you know what, like, ultras is for old people. And when I retire, I have all the time in the world that it's when I'm going to start uh, thinking about doing ultras. You know, when I cannot pick up pace and uh, when I want to just enjoy the landscape. Because obviously when you're racing, right, Kunjal, you're so focused on like getting a better timing. You yourself are a runner, so you will relate to this and you will understand this. Is that you're so focused on like, timing kya hai? Okay, am I maintaining the pace? Am I like, you know, especially when you become very data oriented, then everything like you are controlling like every minute and every stride of your race, right? Even if you're going by feel, the feel is to a certain extent, but in that feel also, you know, ki kitna push kar rho, kitna bachai tanku, right? So for me, I obviously didn't know better, right? Like this is again, you have to think that these are the ruminations of like a very immature athlete, someone who's brand new into uh, running, who's just been like, such a huge world has been opened up that she never knew before. And now she's been like, someone's told her that, oh wow, there's something called ultra running and anything beyond 42.2 is ultra. Yeah. But for me, in my mind, I was like, 50 is the bare minimum ultra. Right? So then I was like, I don't want to do 50, like, in 42 only, or almost 4 hours, plus 42, like training for a 42.2 kilometers is quite intense, right? And you have a full-time job, uh, you have your commitments with family, etc. And uh, then you have to take out time for training. It's quite a bit of a reach. So, to train for something more than that was something that was extremely overwhelming for me. So, I was like, I don't even want to go there until like, I'm beyond 40. Okay, because beyond 42.2 is only when I go beyond 40. So that is how initially those were my thoughts for Ultra. Then what happened was like, 
I did a couple of marathons after that. Then I did the SCMM. After that, I got sponsored to do a marathon in Germany, which was the Hanover Marathon, and I started my training cycle for it. But I had a lot of nutritional deficiencies due to which nutritional deficiencies as well as overuse, right? So I really like really ramped up my training and the intensity of my training, and uh, then I had multiple stress fractures in both of my knees. And uh, because of that, for quite a few months, actually for almost uh, two years, I couldn't run. And that is when I picked up alternate, you know, forms of exercise. Like I started exploring yoga because tightness. I never used to do walks and cool downs. I used to that. Then I realized how important it is. So I started like working on my range of motion through yoga. Then I realized that yoga is so much more than just stretching. There's an amount of uh, control. There's an amount of strength. A lot of isometric strength, core strength that comes in if you explore yoga really well. So then I started that journey. Then at the same time, you know, uh, my brother is an exceptional cyclist and a coach, and uh, he used to see me feel really sad. So he started dragging me out for cycle rides. So that's where my cycling journey also started. And then ये सब कर रही थी मैं. And then in 20 so 2014 kind of just it was me being injured. And then 2015 I restarted my fitness journey. And then In 2016, I started running again, but this time I did it completely different. So I used the time in between to do a lot of study and a lot of research, uh, because I couldn't anymore just have faith in just anyone, right? In terms of my training, because when you're doing crazy things, everybody like applauds you, but when you fall from grace and when you're injured, your journey is alone. And I think that is the time that I learned maximum. In my mind, I never thought that I'm never going to run again because a lot of times, ah, uh, people like when they get injured, they always feel like, "Arey, up to it's such a bad injury, I'll never come back to it." Um, I always knew I'm going to run again, but I didn't know if I'm going to uh, race because running is something that makes me very happy, right? So I always wanted to run, and I wanted to run for fitness. So when I restarted my running. I was doing it for basic fitness, so I was doing a lot of foundational base building. In that period of time as well, I did a lot of exploration. I did a lot of trekking, and that's when I was introduced to mountaineering. So I went and did a couple of. I did the advanced mountaineering course, basic course, a couple of uh, peaks, and so what you have to, or the reason that I am actually sharing this with you, is that I had unintentionally already started training for ultras in this. Why? Because base building, foundation, basic fitness, it was all working. I never let the cardio go because I was still, you know, I was still focused on my cycling. I was doing the SR. You know, one year I did SR, and uh, in the first season I did it one hundred four hundred, but I was not doing enough strength and conditioning. So my um, my quad gave way uh, around fifty kilometers from the finish point, and you know when you're doing Your radoneering in Bangalore. Bangalore is at an elevation, so you start from Bangalore, you go out, and then when you come back, now the last fifty meters is all climbing. So I couldn't like you know my knee was hurting so badly. That, like I'd done three fifty kilometers out of four hundred. I had only fifty kilometers to go. I couldn't because it was just too excruciating. So I remember that night I spent the night on the floor of a McDonald's until someone from city came and picked me up because it was in the middle of the night and it was the outskirts of city. 
that's when I realized the importance of strength and conditioning. So then I started incorporating strength and conditioning and then one year later I went and did the entire SR series and I went and did the toughest 600 which is actually in uh, your uh, Bombay only. Uh, it starts from Moyun, then uh, Moyun, Lonavla, Lonavla ke baad Mahableshwar, Mahableshwar ke baad Satara, Satara ke baad back to Mumbai. So it is all climbing. Like, so it was just a testament to the work that had gone in in terms of the strengthening that had happened in that period of time. So I was already working on these different, different components. And if you see, like I did these really, really long rides, which are all like zone 2, zone 3, because you can't sustain for so long in a higher zone, right? So I was doing it all in that foundational base building. Then I went off to the mountains. In the mountains, my uh, lung capacity improved. Uh, and when you go and do these courses, you spend like about 21 to 28 days up in the mountains. So there also, like, you know, a lot of mental conditioning happens because the mountains are very harsh or they can be very harsh. And that's when you kind of start thinking, okay, I have to do this, I have to do this. Why? Because over there, just helping your own self is the best thing you can do so that you're not a burden on someone else. So that is not an option, right? So, a lot of mental conditioning was happening and a lot of physical conditioning was happening. Well, my Wapisai in 2019, I started racing again. Actually, 2018 end with, uh, no, 2019 beginning with New Delhi Marathon. I did my half marathon. It was the first race that I did and also, what had happened was when I was injured, I started working with NEV Sport. And I went into the organizing of events. So... When that happened, I came back to uh, New Delhi Marathon and it was like a home. Like I had only set it up with the team. So it was like a homecoming. I was based out of Delhi at that point in time. So it was like a homecoming. I did New Delhi Marathon. After that, the, like 19, I did a little I again did EMM. I won in my age flat. I got a PB. So my training was going very well. Like because it was very structured. In 2016, I had restarted running thoda thoda, like gradually, like 5k, 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 that types. And then finally in 2018, I went and raced. I hadn't done any speed training then. Then in TMM, before TMM, I did some speed training. I got a PB in my 42.2. And then COVID happened. Then, one of my trainees said, Ki chalo, let's go to a event. So we went, we did a half in Goa. Then I was like, Chalo, I had shifted base back to Bangalore. Bangalore Marathon was the first event that I'd organized. So I was like, Bangalore Marathon karte hai. Once I did the Bangalore Marathon, so I was already 38. I was like, 40 is around the corner. Long time back, I had promised myself, when I turn 40 or beyond 40, I will do a ultra. And what had happened was, I was racing. Racing is very exhausting, training. So I wanted to do something and I have always, always, always run away into nature for recovery, for respite, for uh, reset. Nature has been something that is always called out to me, right? So I used to always run away here and there, chalo trek karke aate and this and that. So then I figured ki ultra is a thing. This is in April, is April 2022 is when I did uh, my Bangalore Marathon. So just before, when I was racing, when I was training for Bangalore Marathon, the training was getting so intense 
I was like, after I finish Bangalore Marathon, I want to do one nature-based trail event where I can really go and just be happy. You know, I will not put any stress on myself in terms of timing. I want to go and explore the countryside. I want to like run on trails. And that's what I did. So then I found out from a lot of people, like, you know, it's a very small community and everyone comes together. When you ask for something, like, you know, they say the universe comes together to give you answers. And I very genuinely wanted to go do this. So I have two or three dear friends who have been part of my journey, who have witnessed my journey right from the early days. And they are exceptional ultra marathoners now. And I reached out to them and I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. What do you recommend? And then they said to me that, see, like a regular ultra for you is going to be boring. Like I tell you, Kunjat, I am not the kind of person who can go to a stadium and go round and round. Like I can't. I'm the same person who used to at one point stand on the treadmill in one place and do it. But today, the person that I am after all this exploration, I cannot do that anymore. Uh, unless I really, really have to and don't have it twice. So when I wanted to do an ultra to only have fun, these people who know me really well, they recommended to up, uh, there's this beautiful trail in uh, Kerala. And I've been wanting to go and, you know, travel a little bit of Kerala for a while. So then like, there's a beautiful thing in Kerala. It's called Vagamon. They have 60k. They have a 35k and a 60k. And I was like, they are 60k. So that was how Vagamon ka plan happened. I finished Bangalore Marathon. And then TCS 10k is something that I gift myself every time I'm in Bangalore. Because it's my birthday month. So that is an event that I try not to miss. So I did TCS 10k, which is again, now you see, Bangalore Marathon is a 42.3. From there, I had to reduce the distance to 10k performance. And then TCS happened. And then after that, I had five weeks to do Bagamon. Okay. So before Bagamon happened, per se, in February, I had already decided that I'm going to go Bagamon. I also knew that these events are going to be happening. So I went and did a lot of, is a lot of uh, static. There is a trek, which is, which I call my backyard trek. Because it is something that I go and do all the time. And uh, uh, it's about 400 kilometers away. And uh, you have like uh, around 1800 meters of elevation one way over 11 kilometers and uh, back. So then what I did was every weekend of February, Last year, I went every weekend to Marapal just to get my legs used to elevation and train. So this is already like I'm training for a marathon. My marathon again, because it was just COVID, getting out of COVID, right? We didn't know when the actual dates are going to happen. I continued my training for Vagamon. So I went, I did four weeks of that up and down. And usually I go alone, right? Because now I'm so comfortable, like I don't have time. Like all of us, I think, for us, the most precious commodity is time. So what I usually do is I will just take a bus. I'll get up in the morning. I will change. So it's an overnight bus. It reaches there 4 or 5 in the morning. And then I get dressed over there or whatever. I change my outfit. And then I head straight for the trek. I finish the trek. Usually people do it over two days. I finish it in one day. And then I come down. I take the bus and I come back. So that Sunday I'm back home. So I usually do it Friday night, I do this on Saturday and then I come back and this is what I was doing 
and even the forest officers they were like are she back you know in fact the last weekend that guys like don't you have anything else better to do with your time like you are here every weekend but he didn't know like eventually i told him that you know, this is the reason that i'm doing it and he was like all gung ho about it so that was the training that i did so even though and then again after tcs after uh, tcs got over so around this time kumara parvat is closed why because of forest fire summer so i didn't have an option so what i would do is i would load myself up and i had my the camel back so for so and i'd get my vest on and load some water and i would go running around bangalore in itself is quite a bit of elevation and specifically closer here uh, we have like avalahalli etc which are very light light trails but they are still trails okay so then i used to go there and i used to train so like you said uh, days of strength training uh, that time i was doing continuing with three days of strength training three days of yoga and uh, four days of running okay because i wasn't focusing on the other sports at that point in time i was just focused on this so then again i ramped up and that is how wagamon happened wagamon happened because i wanted to go and in short in one line if you are to ask i wanted to go and explore the kerala countryside so someone said to me go to wagamon so i signed up for it and i went and did wagamon i had the time of my life as we conclude this bell binding episode remember Life's greatest treasures are found when we dare to explore and discover ourselves along the way. Stay tuned for next episode where Tim Tim will unravel the secrets to choosing the ultimate marathon experience, providing you with the compass to navigate your personal journey of self-discovery and triumph. Make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you do not miss out on the exciting episodes of Race Above Fitcast powered by Easier Health Now Education Now Pay Later. Till then Stay curious, stay dedicated and let Trace Above guide you to success.